the holy Baal Shem Tev, often talked about the mitzvah of Hachnosas Orchim, welcoming guests. The true Machnis Eirach, the true welcoming host, is one who will welcome a Jew who he has never even seen and will do so with sincere love and joy. I will show you what a true Machnis Eirach is, said the Baal Shem Tov once to his Tamidim. Get ready, we shall go on a trip. Soon the holy Baal Shem Tov and his Tamidim were on their way. The wheels of their droshka rolled over a narrow winding road. Valleys and hills flew past. Woods and meadows appeared and disappeared, while the Balshemtov showered pearls of wisdom upon his Talmidim of the ancient wisdom of the Torah. As the sun began to set in the sky, the travelers arrived in a shtetl. The droshka rolled to a stop near an old hut. Out of the hut came a Jew with joy on his face. Orchim, visitors, real live Orchim, shalom aleichem, he exclaimed excitedly. The villagers shook hands with each one. Welcome, welcome to my home, dear guests. Please come in and refresh yourselves. What a mazel Hashem has given me. It's not often that one is privileged to have visitors in such a remote shtetl, such a mitzvah. You know what, said the Baal Shem Tov. Perhaps we will travel on to the next town. There will be a show there. We can daven with the minion and listen to Kriyas HaTayra. No, no, please, said the villager. The town is quite close. You can still walk there. Stay with me and I will walk with you to town to daven in Shul. So the Baal Shem Tov agreed and the visitors entered the home. It was not luxurious, but it was spacious. The best rooms were given to the guests, and the table was stocked with wholesome food. Shabbos was spent in a very holy atmosphere. On Motzei Shabbos, a number of Jews from the village and from the town were invited to the Malava Malka. It was a festive occasion for the host, and his smiling face showed everyone how proud and pleased he was. Several days later, as the Balshemtov prepared to leave, he asked the host if he had any special request. My only request, Holy Rebbe, said the villager, is that I should have the schus of Eulam Haba. Well, that is mostly in your hands, said the Balshemtov. Then he invited the man to visit him in Mezbush. At the same time, the Baal Shem Tov suggested that the man should bring 100 barrels of good wine, inasmuch as good wine is not easy to come by in Mezbush. He would be able to sell 100 barrels of wine for a large profit. Many days went by. The Baal Shem Tov and his Talmidim had been in Mezbush for several weeks and the Talmidim had completely forgotten about the villager they had stayed with. One day the Baal Shem Tov said to the Talmidim, A group of beggars came to town today. Go and tell them that they are invited here 
for the Shabbos meals. The Talmidim were surprised. Beggars and travelers who came to town were usually provided with meals and with beds to sleep in at the community's visitor's home. Why would the Holy Balshemtiv invite these beggars to his home, they wondered. But of course they would never ask the Rebbe, because the Rebbe must have his own reasons. On that Shabbos, when the beggars were seated around his table, the Balshemtiv said to one of them, Do you remember me? Of course I do, Rebbe. I had the great schus to be host to the Rebbe and the Tamidim when they visited me in my village several months ago. The Tamidim who were sitting there now remembered the man. Tell us what happened after we left you, said the Balshemtiv. When the Rebbe invited me to visit Mezbush and suggested that I should bring 100 barrels of wine for sale, I sold everything I owned, and with the money... I bought one hundred barrels of wine and the necessary horses and wagons for transportation. On the way to Mezbush, I had to pass through a forest. When I was in the middle of the forest, a thunderstorm broke out and flooded the road, making it impossible to continue until the rain stopped and the water had drained. I left my loaded wagons on the road and went in search of some shelter. A faint light in the distance led me to a house in the forest. To my delight, the house was owned by a Jew with a flowing silver beard and kindly eyes. He made me welcome and offered me his hospitality for as long as I needed. I told him I wished to stay until the rainstorm stopped, and in the morning I hoped to leave after I had davened and eaten some breakfast. In the morning the rain had stopped, so I returned to my wagons and horses, but they were gone. I was upset for a moment, but then I said to myself, Hashem gave me the wine and the horses and the wagons, and Hashem has taken them away. Blessed is he and blessed is his name. So I continued walking to Mezbush. On the way, I met these friends, these beggars, who welcomed me and made me a member of their society. Together with my companions, we've been walking for many weeks. We finally arrived here in town, and as soon as we received the Rebbe's invitation, We came to see the Rebbe, and that's my story. I see, said the holy Balshemtov. And are you perhaps sorry that you listened to me and took my advice to buy the 100 barrels of wine? No, chas v'shalom. Well, would you trade your oilam haba if you could get the wine and the horses and the wagons back? asked the Balshemtov. Surely the Reb is joking. Would I trade my oilam haba for a hundred barrels of wine and some horses and wagons? No, not on my life. I am prepared to spend the rest of my life as you see me now, but I will not give up one minute of my oilam haba. That is precisely what I hope to hear, said the Balshemtov. A Jew should be prepared to give up all of his worldly possessions even for one minute of Eilam Haba, 
and a Jew should be prepared to give up all of their Olam Haba for every minute of Taita and Mitzvahs. That's what Chazal teach us in the Mishnah. No effort, no sacrifice should be too great in order to learn Taita and fulfill the Mitzvahs. If you will continue this way, you will certainly merit Olam Haba. The Baal Shem Tov continued, You think you've been traveling for many weeks since you started from your village. You've crossed many fields and forests since you lost the hundred barrels of wine and the horses and wagons. But you're mistaken. On the day after Shabbos, your wagons and the wine will arrive here in town. You will sell all of the wine for a good profit, enabling you to fulfill the mitzvah of Hachnosas Orchim even better than before. The Balshemtev then showed extraordinary attention to the group of beggars, and especially to the villager, the Machnis Eidech. He spoke about Hachnosas Orchim and about the Havis Yisrael in general. Some people think, said the holy Balshemtev, that Ahavas Hashem is the gateway to Ahavas Yisrael. I say that it's also true the other way, that Ahavas Yisrael is the gateway to Ahavas Hashem. Both are really one and the same thing, for every Jew has a chelak yalikal a portion of godliness from above. On the day after Shabbos, the horse-drawn wagons arrived with the hundred barrels of wine, just as the Baal Shem Tov had said. The villager sold his wine for a large profit. He then built a very successful wine business, which made him a very wealthy person. He had a fine reputation, but his greatest reputation was just the same as before he was wealthy, that of a very kind and generous Machnis Eirach. Thank you.